0: From the virtual newsroom of Impact Alpha, this is your Impact Briefing for Friday, September 10th. I'm Monique Aiken. Today, I'm joined by Impact Alpha editor, David Bank, to talk about universal ownership and active stewardship, and to preview next Tuesday's Agent of Impact call. Hi, David.
1: Hey, Monique. Um, I also want to share a bit of my conversation with Hiro Mizuno, who until recently was the chief investment officer of the $1.7 trillion government pension investment fund of Japan, probably the quintessential universal owner. We'll hear more from him on next week's call.
0: Great. But first, here's what you need to know from the weekend in Impact Investing. Pension funds have been reporting spectacular returns, sometimes at the expense of their own beneficiaries. For example, investments in the single and multifamily housing markets. Impact Alpha contributing editor Imogen Rose Smith writes that pension fund capital may be driving up valuations and pricing out teachers and other essential workers, including their own beneficiaries. Conservation finance is gaining steam. Investments from corporations like L'Oreal and Apple signal growing interest in sustainable forestry and ecosystem conservation. Seven in 10 conservation investors are planning to boost investments this year, according to the Coalition for Private Investment in Conservation. The parade of new climate funds continues to swell. The latest, galvanized climate solutions from hedge fund manager and one-time presidential candidate Tom Steyer and Katie Hall of Hall Capital Partners. Among the backers are billionaires Mark Benioff and Lorene powell Jobs. Galvanize says it will commit a quarter of its profits to climate and climate justice organizations. Elemental Accelerator in Honolulu is spinning out Earthshot Ventures with $60 million for quote, bold and diverse founders transforming markets with new climate solutions. The two funds share some of the same bold-faced investors including Steyer and Laureen Powell Jobs. And the Employee Ownership Catalyst Fund raised nearly $5 million for worker ownership conversions. The fund is managed by mission-driven finance and project equity and has commitments from living cities and others. Impact Alpha subscribers got all of these stories and more in their email each day this week. Welcome back, David.
1: Great to be with you again, Monique.
0: I saw the piece in Impact Alpha this week about the new wave of shareholder resolutions that are coming up in the wake of last year's unexpected victories at Exxon and other companies.
1: Yeah, you know, shareholders um, are 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 emboldened. I I should say, Um, there are going to be resolutions, obviously, on climate, as you said, but also on um, on income inequality, on on. what what are called uh, public benefit corporations on um, all kinds of things that come under the the guise of of stewardship. Some people call it active stewardship, forceful stewardship, long term stewardship. Stewardship is kind of hot, including I think uh, at your at your shop, uh, a tip. And we're looking forward to, uh, to to the work you guys are doing.
0: Yeah, I mean we are focused on systemic risks and opportunities, and sharing with investors how to understand all of this, and more importantly, figuring out. What they can do about it. We've got an upcoming paper on stewardship in the next couple of weeks, and we're also fielding an industry-wide survey on the topic to help folks understand where we are and what do we need to go where we need to go.
1: Yes, we have a link in today's brief that people can f- use to find that survey, Monique. Um, we're also going to take this up on next week's Agents of Impact call. It's a, one of our uh, in our series on reimagining capitalism. And the, the, the kind of idea that underlies all of this is this concept that's gaining traction around universal ownership. And it's been around, you know, it's been known for for, for some time, of course, but it's kind of gaining salience um, in this context of, of, of stewardship, as you say, because what it means is that you can't, if you're both a big... Um, a big investor, but even small investor, if you've got your 401k, or you've got your 529 account for your child's college fund that say, you're invested broadly across the market. And most of the returns that you're going to see are a function of what the market does, not what stocks were were picked. So therefore, you've got a stake in that market being a sustainable market. And if uh, things like climate change and income inequality and other risks are are, are you know are taking down values it's going to affect you as a universal owner as i mentioned um one of the biggest universal owners is the government pension investment fund in Japan, I had the great pleasure of speaking with Hiro Mizuno, who has been until this year uh, the chief investment officer of the GPIF, um, and he's one of the um, uh, champions of this universal ownership uh, concept. Let's 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 hear him.
2: I think this is sort of like a kind of a step up for the uh, the uh, institutional investors from, you know, paying attention to what's happening in the portfolio they own to the uh, the world surrounding the portfolio that we own. And uh, one of the conclusion I I reached reached in the end was, you know, whatever we do within the portfolio we own, that cannot be totally segregated or insulated from what's happening in the world, right? So uh, that's where the universal ownership and uh, the philosophy kicks in. You know, the investor should pay as much attention to what they don't own, as you know, to what they own. So uh, that—that's the other, the, you know, the other real uh, philosophy of universal ownership.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's really about taking a wider view. This is not just about individual portfolios and um, competition. Stewardship is really thinking about externalities and where do we share collective responsibility and what can we do collectively to do something about it because. It
1: matters to all of us. Yeah, internalizing externalities, as you say, um, Monique, is one of the sort of key concepts that's coming up as well. And, And the negative externalities come from somewhere, and they come from, in many cases, companies that are also in your portfolio. So some companies in your portfolio are doing damage to other companies in your portfolio. So the notion is that if you're managing that, you need to be uh, working very closely and, and aggressively, frankly, with the companies to to mitigate their negative externalities, not just for the risks to that company that they might be caught on the wrong side of, say, climate regulation or something, but on the risks that they're posing to the rest of your of your portfolio.
2: Um, and the
0: rest of society.
2: He,
1: here, here's Hero again.
2: I mean, uh, the, if we are making the money by investing in a company who actually produces a lot of, you know, the uh, negative externalities, you know, who have to pay for that cost? If not paid by other company in the portfolio, somebody else have to pay for it. And uh, usually what happens is uh, the, uh, the government or like a community have to pay for it, right? So uh, we have to be responsible for, all the activity of the portfolio we own uh has, you know impact on the uh, the rest of the portfolio or the rest of the uh, the uh the system
1: one of the things that that interested me in my conversation with hero was that the GPIF has taken an audit of its own portfolio and found that it, it's really on a track of 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 3 degrees or 4 degrees increase in in climate that that's what their portfolio represents and i asked him how can you uh, justify that if you're this kind of universal owner taking responsibility and he said that's exactly the point that they own the universe that the, the 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 world market essentially is on a four or four and a half degree uh increase in temperature which as you know you know is 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 unsustainable the point is not for their portfolio to try to dodge that the point is for them to take some some collective responsibility as you said and try and try to get the world economy as in a sense to, to decarbonize not just their own portfolio
0: gives new meaning to know what you own
1: and take responsibility for it
0: take responsibility for it Well that's going to do it for your impact briefing this week More all day at impactalpha.com. Thank you David and thanks to our producer Isaac Silk. Subscribe to get full access to the site and the daily brief. Right now, we're offering podcast listeners $100 off their first subscription. Go to impactalpha.com slash subscribe and use the code briefing100. Thank you for listening. I'm Monique Aiken, Managing Director for TIP, the Investment Integration Project. Be sure to check back for next week's briefing. Until then, take good care.